Angie Coombs. The Waterfall Journey, Essential for Travelers. Inquiring of the Lord. Conversation between God and his children takes many forms. Relationships need many creative forms of communication to become rich and deep. First and foremost, the relationship is one of love, and love opens the heart to receive from a vast variety of palettes the essence and the certainty of the bond. Also, we have learnt in the waterfall journey that God would heal us, grow us, and use us in his plans and purposes. For us to work for him, we need to know his heart, his aims, and the precise part he wants us to play in the outcome. The truth is that God is endlessly creative in the ways that he shares his heart with us when we believe that that is his object. So how can we understand what is on his heart? Well, the first and the most obvious way is to ask. As you stand in the waterfall, connected heart to heart and spirit to spirit with the Father, you can ask questions of him, expecting that he will answer you. I was on a journey down to Somerset in my car when I had a puncture. I couldn't remove the wheel, so I had to call for assistance. It was an hour before I was on my way. I had been returning home to my parents where my mother was poorly and I had wanted to be there as soon as possible. As I resumed my journey, I asked the Lord, why was I delayed? And I motored on. Not long afterwards, at a notorious junction, there had been a very bad road accident. The helicopter was just taking off with a casualty. Wreckage had been removed to the verges. And as I drove slowly past, into my mind came the whisper of my Lord, who said, I was keeping you from this. Through this and other incidents like it, I've come to learn that there is always a reason, even if I do not know what it is. God has trained me to look at circumstances with his eyes and not as the world looks and sees. Many times God will show me what he sees and I see his mercy and blessing. Many times he doesn't show me, but I've learnt to trust that everything works together for good. One of the ways that I've learned that God is living and wants to be involved in my life is by asking things when out and about. Yes, God will help you find parking spaces, help you find a lost ring, help you through your day. You see, God has our welfare at heart. When things happen, you look to him and he will make it clear when you need to act. Whenever you don't know, you're stuck, you are in a desperate situation. When you just need some help, ask God. It may be minor, it may be mundane, but God wants to be involved in your life. And as he, he is, you will find he's absolutely trustworthy. Last year, I had a bit of a financial crisis. 
I had taken my beloved Skoda into the garage for its service and MOT. Between the service in the morning and the MOT in the afternoon, my car died. It leaked some sort of fluid that said the gearbox was finished, and the dealer I had been going to for 30 years told me it was a write-off. At home that night, I searched the internet for another car. It was going to cost me thousands. I asked God what I could do, and my daughter came in and said, had I not known that there were garages that specialised in doing what was needed? And in the morning, she found just such a garage. I had my car recovered from one garage to another, and for a fraction of the cost, my car was repaired. I picked up my car from the garage and was driving home. There was an excess of traffic on the road. I discovered later there was a diversion in one place that funneled much more traffic onto our road. There is a point where a lane, which I always treat with caution, comes in from the left. Suddenly an oncoming car pulled in front of me to go down the lane. Then he jammed on the brake seeing me and came to rest across my path. I wrenched the wheel to the left to miss him and found myself aiming at the car waiting to join our road. I wrenched the wheel to the right and found myself aimed at a car waiting in the queue to, of traffic to turn right. Lewis Hamilton could not have driven through a chicane with more skill and faster reactions. My view then and now is that I was supernaturally taken through that experience. As you might imagine, I asked the Lord what was going on about my car, and God showed me, through these three circumstances, His overwhelming care for me. Firstly, the timing. My car broke down in the garage between service and the MOT. The timing was God's. Secondly, provision. God knew how to provide the solution to my problem. My car that had been a write-off was now restored. Furthermore, an unexpected check arrived that covered the cost of the restoration. And thirdly, protection. When I was in danger, not only me but also others, God intervened. God will protect me for I am His. And that was the overwhelming sense I was left with, the absolute and wonderful love of the Father for me, and that He's never going to let me down or leave me, and that whatever happens in my life, He is the one I turn to. I got the answers because I asked the question. For years, I was one of the leaders on a five-day basic biblical counselling course. And each day would start with a time of worship and a short word. The team would take it in turns. I would ask the Lord what he wanted to be said and would prepare the night before. Often, when the first song was being sung, he would say, I have something different that needs to be said today. And he would fill my mouth with the words that he wanted spoken. The new word was always the right word for the time and for the people. 
we started asking the team at prayers in the morning, who's got the word for today? And it would always be relevant in so many different ways that he allowed us to see. And so he built our trust that it would always be so. Learning from this allowed me over the years to alter the content of the waterfall journey in line with the Holy Spirit's leading. I remember being in Novi Sad in Serbia at the Bible College to share the waterfall journey. And during the final song in our worship time, the Holy Spirit's whispering, we're not going to do what you've planned this morning. I gathered the team and told them that our carefully prepared plan was no more. The Holy Spirit then gave us the place to start and by the time he'd led us through the morning, we had a new way of working that proved over the years to be critical to the healing process, that allowed the creative ways of God to impact lives in ways that we could never have imagined. There is another way that I ask questions, and I learned it from David and his story. When David was in trouble or needed detailed answers, he inquired of the Lord. Unexpectedly, I was asked to go to Nepal. I didn't want to go for several reasons that were rooted in fear. As I went to bed, I inquired of the Lord, do I go or do I stay? In the morning through my readings, when I had my quiet time, the answer was very clear. I was to go. Moreover, the Lord would go with me that we would do what he had set out to accomplish and that we would come home safely. I went with Jesus as my companion and the trip was a huge blessing to those with whom we shared the waterfall journey and to me personally. Now, if I have a tricky question, as I go to bed, I state it. Lord, what do I do in these circumstances? and I expect in the morning to know the answer. Very often when I inquire of the Lord, the answer will come through the word or worship. There are three ways of writing with the Holy Spirit that brings revelation and result. The first is making lists. When I'm living in the waterfall and sit down with the Holy Spirit, what comes into my head and my heart comes from the Father's heart. Writing in his company is one of the ways to experience cooperating in the work of God. It's really good to keep a book of lists. In a quiet place, consider. It may be you have a ministry trip coming up. Think through each stage of your planning, travel, aims, hopes and expectations for the coming trip. Think big. Write down the biggest and the best things you can imagine in each area. You can do these lists for family, work, health, moving home, in fact any area of your life, and then wait and see what God will do. I've come to see that this is one of the ways that we cooperate in the work of the Father, and as we sit in His presence, we're in the loop, spirit to spirit, heart to heart, and the things we write down are aligned with his will and purpose. I have been on trips and on my return ticked off everything on the list. But that has meant the next time 
I've thought bigger and better. And still, I've come back and ticked everything off the list. It has grown my faith. I have seen God out of the box and his delight in involving me in what he achieves. Try it. Try it and see. The second is when you want revelation. If you want God's heart on the subject, or just want to see what he would say to you, sit down with pen and paper and begin to write. You may start by writing a verse of the Bible, or you may have the first phrase. As you keep writing, you'll be amazed at what God will say to you, and you can be assured that it will line up with biblical truth. Thirdly, there is journaling, where you sit down and write what is on your heart. This is especially useful if you have emotional turmoil or a problem to solve. For as you write, it releases thoughts and feelings from the depths of you and allows God to reveal issues or his creative route to your healing. Regular journaling can be a wonderful resource depicting your travels with your God. Your journal can be the place where you can be absolutely honest with where you are, and this is especially useful on our healing journey. <laughs>